Welcome to another episode of Majoring in the Minors podcast, a podcast where we focus on how majority of people uh, normally spend their time doing insignificant or minor things in life. Uh, it's hosted by me, Mahan Elmi, and Louis Anton. This episode is sponsored by Sticky Toffee Pudding, Godzilla, that one friend who keeps saying we should do this more often and then disappears for months, and the disappointing taste of tofu. There we go. Those are our sponsors. Uh, today's topic, by request from our imaginary listeners, is relationships. And since we are <laughs> experts at relationships, I'm going to let Lewis take over as our oh, head you. expert. <laughs> oh, you. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, so I was asking a friend if there's a topic that would interest him in terms of podcasts and you know he's currently in a relationship and um you know he there are a lot of like people tend to focus on very insignificant details during any kind of relationship whether it's with your lover whether it's with your husband wife uh, strength coach teacher Friends, family. And I, friends. And you, you see it a lot. You see a lot of people break off. A lot of people, uh, I think, mostly due to pride. Pride is a big thing. And mm-hmm. it kind of fuels those insignificant, petty moments. Uh, like, like, just one example. I mean, you know, you can have a hundred. But, like, with your coach, you know, if, if you're not open to your coach giving you negative criticism, constructive criticism you'll kind of push him away uh if your boss i mean this is another one you see it all the time if your boss gives you feedback says hey you could do better here and here you all of a sudden start you know your ego takes that hit and you really you stop taking that forward feedback and instead you kind of regress because you're only hurting yourself because you know, m- most of these kind of feedbacks are for you. Like, why would your boss give you that feedback? Unless he's just a bad person and he's trying to hurt you. But <laughs> most of the time, like mm-hmm. 90% of the time, they do it to actually improve you because an improved you would benefit them as well. Yeah. So I think we tend to, that's one way where we focus on the minors. There are other ways. I mean, for instance, you could have an argument with a friend and it's over something like so insignificant and you've you've blown it out of proportion you've you've stopped talking to each other your trust is broken and you know especially when you look at the quality of the friendship prior to that argument it really it's like a speck of dust in a in a on a beach you know but we Mm. tend to like because of our pride and whatnot we tend to like over dramatize things well, that's just my opinion, obviously. I'm turning it to you because you're also oh. an expert in breaking relationships. Oh, God. <laughs> that, uh, that's another story. I'm, I'm not, for anyone <laughs> who cares about this, is an ongoing joke that we have. Just, uh, you know what, I'm going to address that. I just happen to be, not of my own choice, I just happen to be around people when they were breaking up. 
So I just got this reputation of I broke them all, whereas just I had nothing to do with it. Honestly, honest to God, in my defense, I had nothing to do with it. But anyway, um, now that, that that's a good point that you brought up again, like, you know, just tying it into majoring in the minors is, yeah, I feel like instead of trying to, uh, as you said, people try to focus on improving, if they hear constructive criticism, their ego takes a hit and then they just like, instead of focusing on, okay, this is going to make me better. They just focus on that small, oh, why would this person tell me that? Like, how do they think they're better than me? Like, you know, ego is a fickle thing. It does uh, get in the way a lot of times. Um, but relationships, like, I think we can just like, not even, not only talk about how things get in the way, but also talk about how we, you can improve it. And I think like, um, uh, obviously, um, I am in a relationship right now. And one of the great things that I find about it is uh, improving on communication always helps with uh, the relationship itself. Not just in, again, like, as you said, not just in a, like a boyfriend, girlfriend kind of thing, even between uh, people, even between uh, your uh, friends, parents, your coworkers, anyone, communication is often lost uh, and people, uh, I like, uh, I think it's Aaron Buffett, but this has to do with business, but he always says like students, if they know how to communicate better through writing and uh, like, you know, vocal, uh, speaking or vocal, uh, the value goes up by 50%. And that's just like a business type of, uh, like that's a business way of looking at things. But also in real life, if we just uh, improve our communication, and not focus on like, you know, again, the minor things of if I say this, if I say that, but just actually be really open. I think uh, we can improve on relationships as well. So that would be my take as, as the expert on relationships uh, yeah, no. bring to the table. Exactly. I mean, as you said, business, but I mean, even in business, you're dealing with people. So it's all like, I mean, if you improve in business, you're going to improve because the, the, the tenets of, uh, of uh, communication is kind of the same. You know, whether you're reading a book, uh, what's it called? How to lose friends, I mean, how to uh, win friends. Oh, damn it, you just beat me. I was about to use I, that I book as a, how to win friends yeah. and influence people. See that? I was going to use that. Exactly. I mean, it's a classic. And yeah. uh, it, I mean, when you read it, it's, it's, it's very obvious. Like, mm -hmm. it, it shouldn't blow your mind, but, but then again, common sense isn't so common. So we kind of take a lot of things for granted, things that yeah. like, like you read it, you're like, Oh, be nice. Oh, like listen better. But mm. how many times do we listen better? I mean, listen well. Yeah. And the tips that he provides. And I mean, in other books and other seminars, you always see the same thing. It's always treat people like they're the most important, but obviously without, boosting their ego too much it's it's focusing on how you can add value to their life it's making sure that you are open as you said and this just ties into everything i mean whether it's written communication whether it's you know verbal communication it's it's just a very important thing and and you see that a lot of people don't realize that there will always be friction around people because by nature we are, we, we, we produce friction because we all are sort of scraping onto each other. Our ideas are always conflicting. And mm -hmm. that's, so we kind of spoke about this in our other uh, 
podcast, our, I think our first podcast, you know, for all the imaginary listeners and yeah. communication, the battle of ideas, the, the, you know, you can have a friend who believes in whatever, I mean, we'll take it fitness wise, squatting and someone else cares about deadlifting. And, you know, you've seen friendships that just, there's a clash because yeah. I'm in one camp, you're in another camp. And that's one example. It could be Xbox and PlayStation. It could be whatever, religion, but we'll not delve into that. But it could be video gaming, books. Like people have different opinions and communicating those opinions is, is a crucial part in maintaining your relationships. And that's what we've lost in this era of social media and in this area era of... Um, what I call fake outrage. Mm -hmm. Like everyone's outraged by everything nowadays. And you, you know, you really have to, even now with your closest friends, sometimes you have to filter yourself. Yeah. Like you can't be you with some people. And, and that's a shame because like, if you can't be yourself with your friends or your family, then who can you be yourself with? You know, if you're always mm -hmm. treading on eggshells, you know, and, I mean, that's another component where relationships fail. And uh, I mean, I think it's a big problem nowadays and you see it a lot like nowadays, especially with the young, not, I'm not gonna use the cliched or the young generation, but with the, 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 the advent and rise of social media, you see it where people are more fake. They've created yeah. a persona that's not themselves because they're afraid to uh, kind of receive pushback in their friendships, relationships, etc. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like the idea. So, like, that actually does bring me uh, to something. I feel like, obviously, it's an amazing time we live in, the abundance of information and communication. It's, it's amazing if it's used for the right uh, purposes. But you're right. Like, I feel like as if, if back in the day, like if someone pushed against our belief systems or anything else, we just had to kind of work through it. But I feel like now this freedom just kind of lets people detach from everyone else. Like, so if someone just like, obviously it's good in a sense as well, because it allows you to be around like-minded people and you won't be as suffocated. But also I think it's enabled this fact of if I don't like something, I can immediately find someone in the world who has the same belief. So instead of evaluating whether what I think is right or wrong, I can just immediately find people who would support that idea and just like kind of bunch myself with them. And this will create this, fissure between the people that you're already close with like you know that your first circle of trust your family your close friends and stuff like that it's so easy to just kind of uh, separate from them rather than just accepting we're different and like we can still coexist we just like kind of be like all right this is what i think this is what you think i don't like it i'm just gonna go find people who believe in what i think rather than challenging our own beliefs uh, so yeah that, that's one one thing that I have with any sort of relationship or with people, uh, I think again I'm gonna reiterate what you said. I I love being, uh, I love the sentence of always be a person of value. And we are back. We lost Lewis for a second. Um, so yeah, I was uh, the last point I was making is I like how uh, 
uh, the, the way of being a person of value, I love that. Like if we all talk in any sort of relationship, any sort of interaction, we were trying to be a person of value. We were trying to bring something to the table rather than just always thinking, oh, I'm right and I have to be right and no one else is. Uh, things would be much better in any well, sort exactly. of relationship. Exactly, and that just goes for life, I think. I mean, whoops. Uh, that just goes for life, I think. I mean, I mean, there's so much, as you said, there's, we, we live in an era where there's just so much value. I mean, you just go on Google and you could teach yourself like a thousand things a day, where back yeah. then you didn't, you didn't really have that. But I think part of the problem, and I and a lot of psychologists talk about this. It's the, the issue with information overload. Yeah. We have so much information now that our brains um, conduct a lot of mental gymnastics to kind of sort it all out. And so once you have a, an opinion, uh, whether right or wrong or black and white, um, you tend to hold on to it. And it's you know back then because they didn't really have all of this information readily available they had to kind of work together to assimilate and uh, probably the wrong word and uh, sort of sort out what's right what's wrong uh, where to utilize this where to utilize that whereas nowadays you know i can just go on google and i can literally type in my opinion so i could say why is just as an example why is the Nintendo Switch a great better than the Xbox? And it will just yeah. give all the points that support, let's say, my opinion. Yeah. Whereas back then you had to sort of discover, you had to sort of play around, you had to sort of, you know, even even like if we're going into fitness, you know, back then they didn't have these five hundred programs. You know, they were they 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 did it like they tested it in the field. You know, like Arnold would go and he'd do a random exercise and he'd be like oh this this works as a pump and mm -hmm. he's like it's a good exercise you know whereas nowadays you know we have all these studies and, and we have all these conflicting studies and we have uh just all this like overload and and you know for instance if you're if you get dug into the oh i like whatever wendler versus i like this then you'll kind of argue with each other and you'll fight with each other because now everyone's so attached to their ideas. Yeah. Because because it's it's groupthink. It's it's this this i this this phenomena that like you are your idea. Like you can't mm -hmm. separate yourself from your idea. And I kind of like Eastern philosophy because what they te teach about the ego, which I found useful or maybe even Stoicism. Stoicism probably is a really good uh, philosophy here, which would help in most of your relationships because it makes you detach from yourself as a first person. So you're a third, you, you try to maintain a third person view of that conversation you're having. Mm -hmm. And you try to just objectively say, okay, I'm overreacting. Okay, you know, I'm not really handling this convo well. So let's take a step back let's hear the other person out let's see i mean even if they're wrong like let's say you tell me something that that i that disgusts me 
is your intent to disgust me? I mean, there's so many factors that people don't take into account anymore when, when they just get outraged. Yeah. I mean, and, and I think stoicism, I think listening, I think being able to detach from your mindset, from your ideas, from your ideologies is very important in communication but it also just is important in life in general because that just hinders you overall. Like mm-hmm. being married to one school of thought, just it, it, it's pointless because you have so many ideas now. Why would you stick to one? Exactly. You know? Just kind of morph them together, I guess. Like uh, take, a, take a bit but out I'm of everything. Sure you see it a lot. broken down in that way but for the majority i mean you can take bits and bobs and i mean that's how anyway people in the past created their own things whether it was arnold whether it was newton they all took pre-existing ideas and they enhanced them or they Mm -hmm. utilized them i mean when arnold decided to do the t-bar roads i mean i don't know if he invented them or they already existed but he probably did them in a way that was better for muscle building at the time. Even though his form may not be the yeah. best nowadays, but at least at the time, he, he's like, oh, this hits the pump better. And it worked for yeah. him. I mean, he ended up it, being the best champ. It, it, yeah, it worked for him. But you know? um, I think um, one thing that, like, uh, I'm, you use the example of Arnold, I'm just going to bring it out there, is um, people, as you said, they have to have this idea of, like, we have to learn lessons from others or the past or anyone else, but also have to apply, well, like, kind of that's this principle of individuality as well to it. So some things, it worked for not Arnold doesn't mean it will work for me. I have to kind of, like, go through different things, especially now that we have all the, like, before maybe information wasn't available as much, but now we have that concept of, finding what also works for me, not things that will work for you will work for me and vice versa. No, exactly. And, I, and I'm sure Arnold actually, or whoever back then did that. So he probably thought, oh, this, uh, whatever exercise, let's say the T-bar row, the way they used to do it, he thought, oh, maybe it's not, I'm not feeling it. He changed the angle of his back to suit his specific mm-hmm. needs. And exactly. I mean, yeah, you're right. A lot of people nowadays take from the past, but they don't individualize it. You know, they mm-hmm. don't make it work for their leverages, whether it's in, you know, fitness, it's in gaming, it's in learning, business. You can't do what the other person did 100% because they obviously went through different backgrounds. Not everyone is going to be Bill Gates. And like, the problem is uh, a lot of people actually take knowledge from outliers. Great book by Maxwell uh, Gladwell. Max, I forgot his name, but great, a great name. Great book. I'm bad yeah. with names as well, but Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah, Great book, but he also showcases how, and in, in general, I mean, you can take this, how a lot of people are outliers. I mean, when you look at Bill Gates, for instance, yeah, great guy. I mean, he he did a lot. He built so many things. But at the time, 
you know, he had, he was also best friends with someone, I, I also am bad with names, who actually had access to the supercomputer, the, the big, huge computer uh, back then, before mm -hmm. we had the, our portable computers. So he had access to things, and obviously he took advantage of it, so he actually used that to learn and grow. But, he, but so a lot of outliers have access to things that most people won't have, whether it's a state-of-the-art gym, whether it's a supercomputer, whether it's a best friend who's a video editor and who happened to teach you, uh, you know, tips and tricks. Everyone mm -hmm. has advantages that they can take advantage of or utilize to their advantage in their growth. But mm -hmm. no one will have the same journey. Yeah. And that's something that people need to realize, whether you're a bodybuilder, whether you're a business advocate, whether you're a singer, your journey is going to be different, but that could be useful to being the best version of yourself. Of yourself, yeah. Uh, I, have a, I have a suggestion. First of all, I think we should change our podcast name to I don't know that great person's name or I don't remember that. Like, you know, whoever said this was great, but I don't know, remember that. I don't remember their names. Uh, but also, I'm going to put you on the spot because this will give me time to think is now, if you were to say three points that would enhance any relationship, like, you know, friendships, family, work relationships, or even like, a, uh, what do we call a relationship relationship? Is it just like relationship? Like with when you say relationship, a romantic, relationship. A, a romantic yeah. relationship. That's the word I was looking for. I was like, wait, what is it called? Um, relationship squared. <laughs> relationship. So yeah, if you if you could just like say, obviously it's not the best because it's the, off the top of your head. So whatever comes to your head, the yeah. three main points. For me and in my experience, I'd say first and probably the most pivotal is just being able to listen. Yeah. I know I said it earlier and we touched it, but I think if you can't listen, there's no point because anyway, there's already that block. Mm -hmm. So all that noise will just ricochet off and it's, it's not a relationship. Second, for me, I think tone down the ego. I mean, I think, and, and this applies to everything, but like since we're talking about relationships, ego, it, it just destroys everything. It, it's, I mean, look, ego, a healthy amount of ego is great, but most of us don't have healthy egos. Mm -hmm. Most of us are, you know, we think the universe revolves around us. And, you know, especially in relationships, more than anything, it's, it's, it takes two to tango, right? So if you think, you're you're the big boss if you think you're uh, the best thing ever then your relationships are already destined to fail and we, we see it a lot you know we see people who date and they think they're the bomb and then you know it just kills off the relationship because you automatically assume you're more important than the other person in any relationship, even manager versus employee. I mean, if the manager thinks he's, uh, they're so amazing, then even if the employee gives feedback, it's negated. So there's no point. Uh -huh. And finally, in my opinion, 
just being open to ideas. Or no, scratch that, because that could go into listening. More on integrity, trust. Um, I know it's cliched, but it's an important aspect. I mean, trust at the end of the day. If, if you can't trust your friend, if you can't, if there's no real bond where you know that this person has your back in any relationship, mm-hmm. even a professional relationship, you'll always feel hindered or you'll always, you'll always have all these walls put up. You won't yeah. be yourself. You'll be afraid to make mistakes. Uh, and I mean, this goes into a separate topic, but then mistakes are crucial for growth. So if, you're always, if you're always scared, whether it's with your coach, your manager, your whatever, fiance, you'll never really learn because you're always going to stop the mistake from happening as opposed to doing the mistake and then going, okay, I did this. It's wrong because X, Y, Z. Let's not do it again. So even in a relationship, your your mistakes may aggregate over time because you haven't you haven't really made many mistakes because you're so safe and scared yeah. and you're not really doing anything. And then all of a sudden you you screw up with like many mistakes in one go because you were unaware it's a mistake. And then it hits you later on. So yeah, I went on a tangent, so I'm going to shoot it back to you. What are three things that you think are most important in healthy relationships? All right. Um, first, I'm going to actually go on a tangent and say I am so happy that people will probably listen to this and they don't actually get to watch it because you have your phone in your hand and it keeps like moving it around. So I have, a, I have an epileptic attack where it, like, because <laughs> <laughs> it kept moving around. Like too much uh, light exposure and movement for <laughs> but it's this is cause it can happen to people at least yeah. like people who, who suffer from it won't get to suffer for like from it that's true that's actually true and uh so now for me uh it's similar a little bit different i might word it uh yeah number one would be communication which is kind of both listening and being able to kind of get across what you mean as well because uh like yeah yeah listening first like uh you hear like a lot of people like you know when, when you're having a conversation they're just waiting for you to finish and then they're just gonna put their own idea there right they haven't even listened to you so and i'm guilty of it myself sometimes i do it myself uh, so it's, it's good to just improve communication in general better communication means better relationship better everything to be honest because you you're both like you're both listening but also choosing how to take like trying try to get your uh, point across as clearly as possible without any deviations the, um, the book that you uh, kind of talked about and i really like as well how to influence pe- how to influence people and win friendships i keep oh my god we're so bad at names how to win friends yeah, and influence are. people that's it yeah. Uh, also talks about like you know people don't like to be told that they're wrong so just kind of learning how to even get your message across that would be number one communication number two i think it's a it's a bit of an i would say understanding because like and it, it ties into um communication is because like you really need to understand yourself especially before you're you know like just understand your relationship with yourself kind of uh understand who you are not that like stick to it but 
if you know who you are, then you can just kind of present that better. A lot of times people just don't have this idea of what they stand for. And then they just get, you know, kicked around in different relationships with friends, people like they just get influenced. I'm not, obviously it is always good to learn. As you said, it's always good to make mistakes and learn from your mistakes, but you just kind of have this idea of your like core personality as well. Because if you don't know yourself, you're not going to be able to like connect to another human being. So uh, that would be my uh, number two. And number three, and this is why our podcast is going to be explicit, is don't be a dick. I really think like a lot of people, you know, it's, it's the way of saying be a person of value. Honestly, a lot of people just decide to be dicks. Like sometimes we even know we're like, we've done it. You've done it. I've done it. I'm sure everyone who listens to this has done it. Sometimes be it with our family, parents, siblings, relationships, work, co-workers or anything else. We even know we're wrong, but we just, or maybe it's the ego as well. Maybe it is the same point as your ego, but we just can't help but to be a dick and say something or do something that just kind of, throws everything out of the window and just makes things even more complicated. I feel like a lot of people just, if they just wake up in the morning, look in the mirror and be like, today I'm not going to be a dick. The world's going to be a better world, right? We'll have a better future. Vote for mine. <laughs> so yeah, I would say those are the, the top three things when it comes to relationships. <laughs> well, I agree with your your third point. I, I, I won't, for various reasons, use the word that you described, but I uh, All right. I agree wholeheartedly. We sometimes are just negative. We're just, we're bad for the sake of just being bad. And that's, I mean, that's, unfortunately, sometimes we troll. Yeah, it's the human okay. nature. I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of it. You know, I love, I love, I love, I like to push people's buttons. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, my buttons, but I'll just laugh because like, lol. But um, oh, I said lol. I should, yeah, no, that's not good. But um, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I remember you and I, we, we liked to, uh, dabble in the trolling we we liked to uh, be as ridiculous as possible mm -hmm. and uh i think i mean and social media does that as well where you have um, you're kind of gated you you have this persona no one can really know who you are unless i mean obviously you're close friends or you're a public figure uh where you're kind of protected which I mean, I know I'm going to go on to another tangent, but then what's your take on cyberbullying? Um, I think it's Mike Tyson that he says something along, along the lines of social media has made a lot of people brave because if you said those things to my face, you would get punched in the face. Or like if you said some, those things yeah. to me, you would get punched in the face. I think it's true. Um, obviously, cyberbullying or bullying in general is a problem. Um, mm. I have a specific idea of bullying to a certain extent, but I think it's like bullying to a certain extent. Uh, maybe you should, I, I don't know, I don't have any other word for it, but I think it's necessary when we were younger because we need to get challenged. Not bullying, but being challenged in certain things will help us grow, all right? Like as a kid, like you need a little bit of challenges. If you're pampered too much, uh, it might 
create problems, but that's another topic. Because uh, this is already another topic, anyways. Cyberbullying, yes, it's a big problem. It allows a lot of people to say things that they um, they wouldn't say it to your face, or it just allows them that like that. Um, what what's the word I'm looking for? It's that veil that they can hide behind and say stuff. Anonymous. And, uh, they're anonymous. anonymous. Yeah, yeah, they're anonymous. Uh, the anonymity. Yeah, and no, I, I, I'm not gonna anonymous. try. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're bad word. with a lot of things. Uh, yeah, we're yeah, bad yeah. with words. We're bad with names. I don't know why we're doing this, but uh, yeah. But also another thing, like I'm gonna bring this to fitness is uh, one of my favorite people on fit, like you know, on, on social media when it comes to fitness, is uh, in my opinion one of the most amazing women out there, Steffi Cohen, she's just like crazy strong, like just power, like this 50 something kilo power lifter who's like, what she does is my goals. Like the amount of weight she moves, I think she squatted like 240 kilos and like at 50 something. This, this woman wow. is crazy. She is amazing. I always like, if, if you want to get impressed, just follow Steffi Cohen. But obviously because of things she does, she gets she's under a lot of scrutiny all right and my one lesson that i learned from her is like at the beginning i think she started recently talking about her like mental health and like you know talking about bullying and stuff like that and i'm sure at one point it really hurt her but then it got to this like maybe she's desensitized but she was talking about it she says once you've read it all you've read it all there is no more like it, it hits a point it gets to a point that like you people can't surprise you they've always said the same crap about you all the time um and you just kind of like okay well you can't hurt me anymore so i that mindset of like you know people will always go against you i think so i don't know how you would control cyberbullying but at least i think it's the idea of again if you know yourself you know what you're doing you stick to it and uh, be open to criticism but like also understand there are a lot of people again i'm gonna start i'm sorry for using this word a lot of people are dicks so yeah. it, it's hard no, not to true. let it get to you that's true unfortunately but you can also as you said um use it to boost your anti-fragility in a way mm-hmm if, if, if you want to take it that path, you can take that as the one real positive to this unfortunate thing that's going around, which is, as you said, you just become numb to the, the bullying, the, the words, the, the language, and you'll become stronger. But yeah, but yeah unfortunately, cyberbullying or bullying, as you said, is a problem. It's... Uh, and it's hard to weed out because, as you said, it's without using the word you used, it's human nature. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just people are people. And that's, the fric that's one of the frictions that we discussed earlier. Uh, whenever people are congregating, whenever people are around each other, there's always going to be some fr friction. Yeah. Good or bad friction. But that's, that that's human nature. Um, that's the beauty and the curse of humanity. Humanity. Yeah, I think we bring like, good and bad. Yeah, that's, that's we are imperfect always beings. the case. And, uh, yeah. But so right, I that think would be, we yeah. we covered a lot considering 
the topic that we're experts. Obviously, we have so much more to say because we are experts in relationship. Of course, Um, of course. I mean, we can just make a series on this. We we could be many episodes. Like you know, just we're so good. We should like be. uh, We're awesome. We should we should write books. We Mm -hmm. yeah we should just coach people on on relationships. I I fully agree. Exactly. It's like it's not like I we mean, failed at so many of them, but yeah. It's not like yeah, yeah. It's not like I fail on a hourly basis, but yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, all right. it's not like we were known for being uh, thick-headed. I mean, you know what? What you said, we made so many mistakes that we've we learned. learned right? from, we've, we've, we've learned hopefully, from them. and still I mean, yeah, obviously, looking looking, you know, ten years back since you and I met. We've yeah. grown, I think, a lot. <laughs> Hopefully. And uh, shout yeah. out to all the people who had to deal with us, or I still have I'm, to deal with us. I'm so sorry for everyone, but y'all right. are lucky as well. Exactly, like uh, you get to listen to us and be around us and be influenced by us. All right, we're gonna bring this to the to a close. And you so know what? Is- not to do. What? Uh, sorry, you cut off. Yeah, and they know they can look at us. Oh, they, you know, they're lucky to listen to us because we, we are examples of how not to live. So they, exactly. they can do better. We are here to exactly. bring people up. That's why yeah. we exist. Yeah. yeah, don't do this. Don't do this. Now go on. Close. All close right. off. The, like, <laughs> Closing. So this Closing. is the, uh, <laughs> we're going to bring this episode to an end. Uh, this is again, majoring in the minors. Um, well, obviously, uh, for a handful of people who do listen to this, mainly people that we know, we love the suggestions. Tell us what you want us to talk about, and we'll try to uh, pick some of those topics and just relate it to real life and training, as we always do. Uh, thank you so much for listening, whoever listens to this, and we love you. Yeah. See y'all. See ya. <laughs>